Hey, what up, Long Beach? It's JJ. This is the 562.org, and it is championship week. Lakewood football hosting the CIF Southern Section Division 8 championship game on Saturday at home. They're going to be taking on Northwood, but it's going to be the first time a more league football team has ever hosted a CIF championship game at home with those other teams like Long Beach Poly playing at Vets or non-host sites, but it is going to be hosted at John Ford Stadium at Lakewood. The last time the Lancers made a championship game was 1970 when John Ford was the coach. And now the first year for the refurbished stadium with the new field turf. What a great way to start the party Saturday against Northwood. It's going to be 7 p.m. on campus. We're going to be there. We've got all the build-up coverage available at the562.org right now with features, game preview. Obviously, we've been covering this team all season, and it has been up and down to say the least. Started very slowly, but it's not how you start. It's how you finish. And the Lancers are coming on strong this month basically playing playoff games must win games for the last month plus and now they're really showing that they've got the championship medal that game on Friday the semifinal at Rancho Verde was dramatic to say the least and this red swarm Lakewood defense is back in a big way a handful of sacks in that fourth quarter were key to the victory that sends the Lancers to this championship game obviously even if they're out of school and Thanksgiving is happening this week they're still practicing hard, getting ready for that game. And we stopped by practice on Tuesday. So what you're going to hear on this podcast is our interviews with head coach Justin Utupo, offensive coordinator Malik Zaire, who played big-time college football with Utupo at Notre Dame. You're also going to hear from defensive coordinator Vince Hernandez, who played with Utupo at Lakewood the last time they made a semifinal back when Thad McNeil was a coach. And then we're going to hear from some players. First up is going to be team captain, defensive lineman Noah Mallon. And second is going to be defensive back and running back Zion Smith. Two guys who uh, lead with their play on the field for sure. Before we get to those interviews, though, got to shout out all of our sponsors for our schools and our sports teams. We've also got, obviously, Naples Rib Company, the sponsor of everything at the562.org. And you can get involved as well. Give us a shout on email. Got the easiest emails of all time. Or just hit that subscribe button in the top right-hand corner of the562.org so you can join this community as we wrap up an incredible fall season here in Long Beach and get ready for what could be a really great winter season here in the city. We've got previews for basketball, soccer, water polo, and wrestling on the site right now. So make sure you check all of that out as well as the build-up coverage and follow the live updates if you can't get to the Lakewood football game on Saturday right here at the562.org. So like I said, here comes the interviews first up head coach Justin Nutupo first talk first about the week and how and how difficult it is to fit a championship game into a week that's already busy (laughs) yes there's a a lot going on leading up into the big game on Saturday the main thing for us to do is to focus on right now and that's Tuesday's practice we're in full pads this is our physical day and uh, I'm impressed with the focus that I've seen uh, thus far tonight um, coming off of uh, the win at Rancho Verde, what was the reaction from the team? What was the bus ride like? What was the neck? What was Monday like in film? You know what I mean? What was the feeling of the team after such a big win? There was a lot of excitement, but I, I'm not lying when I tell you our defensive bus—they're silent on the way back home because they understand the job is not finished. Our offensive bus is a little more loose, and they—they they celebrated all the, way, the the whole way home. But uh, that, that just, you know, different personalities on both sides of the ball. But uh, this group is locked in. On Monday, we came in. It was more of a mental day. We were just in helmets. 
And we really use that day to really uh, talk about Northwood and and their tendencies. So speaking of Northwood and their tendencies, what, what did you guys see? What do you think? Well, defensively, they're going to stay in a bear man man covers defense. Um, you know, they run it so well because uh, it doesn't matter what offense you bring out, they're going to stay and be true to what they do. And then offensively, their quarterback is special. He's able to make plays with his legs, and his ability to make throws on point while he's on the move it stands out to me the most. Their running back runs hard. They play fast, and they're a well-coached team. So we, uh, we're going to have to try and steal possession on, on special teams somewhere. All three phases of the, of the game, we got to be on point. Yeah, it's kind of strength against strength, right? Because their strength is probably their offense, and your strength is probably your defense. Yes, definitely. Their strength is their offense, and our strength is our defense. It's going to be a battle of, uh, you know, who, who wants to win a championship. When it's all said and done, it's going to be a four-quarter game, and uh, we're excited. I think we have a good game plan going into Saturday. We just have to execute. We're here with offensive coordinator uh, Malik Zaire, who just asked me, did you think we would make a championship when we were 1-4? and four? And I, I think I'm actually on record as to saying I'm as surprised as anybody. That being said, when we were here for that Peninsula scrimmage, I talked to you and you were like, we're getting better. We're getting better. You have seen this group get better throughout the year. Like, this group would kick that team's ass. Oh, for sure. I think a lot of it is just these kids bought in at the end of the day. They had to believe in themselves, especially in the beginning of the season, us having a first full fresh season. Last year, we had the COVID year, and we missed two weeks of summer camp, so that threw us off, and, and you know, all the things included this year. We had a full spring, full off season, even had a spring game. So uh, a lot that they learned, you know, they was more feeling the, the hype of it, mm -hmm. and they didn't know how real or how good they really could be. And I think getting crushed like that in the beginning of the season early it really uh, deflated the fumes, and we got to the, the meat and the potatoes of things, and we started getting better, and, and we figured it out, man. And I think a lot of it, uh, once we started scoring a little bit more, it, it bought the defense into us, and then they bought into each other, and then the offense started clicking. So uh, a lot of things that happen in one season, you know, when you laugh, cry, and smile in one day, that's a full day, that's and it right. feels like this season. That's good. The Jimmy V season. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah, so bringing it together, it is also playoff football, right? You guys were practicing to be good in the playoffs in, like, September. Yeah, yeah. we started with them being out of school. We played so long and so well, now they're back out of school. So that means that <laughs> we've been doing something right. And uh, we, we, they're not used to it. You know, they're usually used to helping their mom cook dinner about around this time. But uh, they got to practice, and I think this ain't the turkey bowl with the family. This means a little bit more, and especially for the cities. For the city, absolutely. You talked a little bit about uh, getting better against other teams, like playing a poly made you guys better. Can you talk a little bit about what it's like watching film a couple days after playing poly when you know the scoreboard doesn't look right, but if you're moving the ball on a team like that and guys like that, it has to help your confidence. Man, uh, we, we wanted to beat poly, to be honest. Obviously, they are doing a good job in what they're doing over there. But we'll, we looked a lot of what we, uh, at, at, especially when the game got out of hand, we was just like, you know what, we just going to call our shit, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. I think a lot of teams don't call their shit when they're playing poly because of the intimidation factor or whatever. But once we start calling our stuff, we knew we realized we could – 
do some things. And I think that, like you said, gave the team confidence that if we can do it against them, you know, we should be uh, confident that we can do it against anybody. But, you know, we played Bosco last year in a scrimmage. And I think, you know, we wasn't quite ready where we are now. But, you know, playing Bosco, what else you need? You know, we played them, our freshmen played them this year. And so I think... Once you get to play those teams, you realize that, okay, yeah, we see what everybody's hype about and everything, but we, we're building something too. And, I, and knowing a little bit about the history, I guess we, we build a little bit about everybody around this this area uh-huh. with Lakewood players. And so now we're yeah. just trying to keep them back at Lakewood. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so you play college football with uh, with Coach Rotupo at Notre Dame. Then you come here and take over the offense last year. What did you learn calling the offense last year that you've been able to use this year to oh. take, kind of take the offense to the next level? Oh, man, last year is crazy. Uh, man, we, we had a, an identity thing that we was trying to figure out. I mean, first time being here, first time doing everything with the team and uh, taking last year's kind of elements and then mixing it with what our identity uh, that we end up building this year with the guys that we got with Caleb coming in and and Braden, his second year in the offense. I think it just really added experience. And then the guys got uh, more used to it. I mean, this team was a 0-3 team when we met them and we turned them into a team that's making it to the CIF. And with the same guys, you know, usually that takes some classes to go through, but we said we wanted to make it special for y'all, and they stepped up to the challenge, man, and they believed in us. So. Speaking of special, Caleb Foster is special. <laughs> well, what do you think makes him so hard to stop? Well, one, you can't really tell how fast he is just because, you know, you're, you're he runs like he's a receiver, but he's heavy like he's a, a running back that in high school you would be like, oh, we can catch him. Right. And then on top of that, he's hard to tackle, and, and I think – when you get those combinations of deceptive speed, hard to tackle, and he's a little faster uh, around the edge and between the tackles, I mean, that's just something that you uh, you, you really got to take advantage of, and everybody plays well off of it. And for him to be able to be explosive as he is on limited carries, and as we start to realize, oh, he can do a lot, you know, with those limited carries, we try to get him more, and yeah. he, be, he, he ends up being more productive. So uh, just a special player, man. I wish we would have used it a lot earlier in the season. Uh, in, in more ways, but, you know, the right time is the right time, and uh, he, he getting us to where we need to be, especially now. Talk about the maturation of Braden Down, and obviously the kid's got a hose, you know, every time he throws <laughs> the ball, you're like, that thing could fly forever. Um, you know, kind of dialing that back in, getting him more accurate, I've seen has been the work this year. Can you talk about what he's been able to do to, like you said, have a defense trust an offense that hadn't really given them anything to trust in for a long time. Yeah, man, he's a senior. He's our he's our Jimmy G of the offense. He's <laughs> Jimmy G. Like he's gonna do a lot of good things. And he's gonna be like, oh, I wish he would do something. But you know, at the end of the day, you know, we, we've been able to do what he does best and, and form around it. You know, we're not gonna give him 60 passes in the game, but we're gonna give him passes that we know he can execute because he has talent with his arm and he has some ability with his feet. And you know, that playmaking thing, we wanna keep it creative and fresh for him. And we don't wanna make it how in some games during the season, we were like, you got a Peyton man in your way to this victory. So I think he plays a lot more free when the run game is active, which we've been able to activate for him. And he's been playing well off of that with the play action. But man, he's definitely Jimmy G 100%, man. So <laughs> he had four touchdowns and one, you know, last night. But then he'll have a game where you'd be like, ah, damn. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I think at the end of the day, you know, he's going to, you know, be a championship guy too. I think he he he's seen it at Wilson when he was there. Uh, his freshman year, they were really good. 
and I think he's taken some of those and, and really put the team on his back on a leadership position. Uh -huh. You know, I know Caleb has done a lot on the field, but from a leadership position, uh, those guys really believe in Braden that if something were to happen to the run game, he would be that spark or that play that can get us on track or get us to the points that we need. And you can't be nothing but proud of a second-year guy in the offense that trusted us when he transferred from where he did at Wilson. Right. So um, it's just good to see him win more games than the year before yeah. and, 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 and hopefully, you know, put himself in, in conversation to get a good end of the road with a scholarship somewhere really nice. So. Well, you, know, we see, we you would know that. something about quarterbacking. <laughs> you play some big-time college football. Uh, first of all, my, I am a huge sports fan, but I'm also a huge movie fan. So something like Rudy was just like a huge part of me growing up, right? So I got to ask you, what is it like running out of that tunnel with the sun shining off those Golden Dome helmets? What, what, is, what is that emotion like in a big game at Notre Dame? Man, it's, it's, it's really dreamlike, man, because you, you hear so much about it, you see everything that leads up to it, and then when you're there, you just all you want to do is win and, and, and do your job, honestly, because it's kind of nerve-wracking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But running out, it's just like, man, this is really everything they say it is, and you just... As a kid or as a young guy, you really want to just take advantage of just that moment, man. And something I'll never forget. And it's a great story to tell, but that experience that you get being there is, is really second to none. But as a quarterback, it's even crazier. And uh, it's just you love what you do. And when you love it that much and get an opportunity to be at a place like that, you know, it's uh, it's what you play for and, and what you want to inspire the kids you coach and want to be a part of, too. Yeah, so in those big games, you probably had to learn on the job how to control your emotions, like you stay focused, all that stuff. So what are you telling these guys who are about, who are about to play the biggest game of their lives? <laughs> the best thing is they don't know what winning really feels like because they haven't been, you know, as successful in the last few years, which is a good thing because that I don't think it'll be overwhelming for them, you know, because they're not like a team like a Northwood who won it last year. It goes undefeated almost every game, so I feel like that would be a little bit more pressure than a team that's just like every week, they just happy to be out here another week. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, you know, the more football they get to play and the more practice they get to come out here and do, they're excited about. And that makes us excited because it keeps us fresh as coaches to just, man, attack each day, man, because we've been earning the next week to play since Wilson, and that was about four or five games ago. All right, we're here with defensive coordinator Vince Hernandez, also a Lakewood alum. Yeah. So not only are you coaching these young men to a championship, you're also taking your alma mater to a championship. It's got to feel pretty cool. Uh, it is. It's weird. I, I feel like it hasn't hit me just yet. Um, I feel real calm. I think I'm just real confident in our group. They seem confident, so it's kind of a, it's a nice feeling. Maybe Saturday I might wake up and freak out a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> I'm all right for the moment. For, Boy, right for if the you moment. told yourself in September that you would be this confident, you probably wouldn't believe it. Oh. You know, we talked a little bit about this last week. What, what was the turning point that turned this defense back into the Red Swarm? Uh, I Honestly, I would say it's getting our butt kicked by Milliken. Uh, the coaches and the, and the players – realized we didn't look that embarrassing against anybody all season I felt like so that was the turning point so as soon as they saw that well, like I said we had a week of massive conditioning and it, it was on and running after that talk a little bit more about that red swarm you guys are bringing back the black shirts on defense for guys who really represent what you want to be leaders on defense it's something that Thad McNeil did here when he was a head coach when you were playing here talk about what that means oh it's huge it's it's the the leaders the dogs of the team the playmakers, you know what I mean? And the guys that have them 
are to impact players in games. So they're definitely the difference maker. They make plays in practice too. And they're just the overall, the, the examples of what it's like to be a black shirt, Lakewood, uh, Red Swarm player, shoot. You don't need to watch a lot of football to know that the defensive front for you guys won that game mm-hmm. at Rancho Verde on Friday night. I mean, those four up front just getting pressure by themselves was so impressive. Did you see that coming? And why do you think he had so much success? Uh, we were going to figure it out at some point. I knew that. I could see it in their faces that even when we were down in, in the locker room, it was just a vibe of like, oh, no, we got this. Uh, but like I've said before, our, our weight room and conditioning, it just started to wear them out in that second half. So even with the size of the O-line we played, after a while, they just started cutting right through them. And we pressured that quarterback exactly what he didn't want to see. So so you got guys like Rock and Derek. These guys are huge. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You see them coming. Yeah. But then you've also got a Noah Mallon, who's just mm-hmm. being a great leader and also doing the dirty work mm-hmm. to make sure those other guys can get open. Can you talk a little bit about Noah Mallon and what he brings to this squad? No- Noah's a great kid. He's an impact player. He's willing to do whatever it takes to get to where we got to be. Um, and he's just working his butt off right now. Him, uh, also uh, Javi Aguilar and uh, Rovana have been the other key mix-in guys, and they're definitely game changers. But, uh, yeah, dude, Noah, like, I got lucky with a senior D-line this year, point blank, and that's the game changer. We're strong up front, and they're pretty knowledgeable, and you can see the difference. So you've probably just been pouring into the film of Northwood. What do you see? What do you think is going to be the key for you guys? Oh, they got a great run game, and they got a quarterback that can slang the rock. Um, I'm glad we saw the type of quarterback we did last week shifty elusive guy because he's a very similar type of athlete so in a weird way things are are lining up for us where we got prepped last week to see that this week um and they got a really good running back he runs hard but we've seen a lot of good running backs all year and we've seen some elusive quarterbacks throughout the year and everything's just been a melting pot of what we're about to see and like i said i think these guys are ready Uh, another guy who maybe doesn't make a lot of noise with his mouth but lets his pads do the talking Zion Smith's a gamer, dude. Yeah. I know he's been struggling with injuries this year, but he just changes everything on both sides of the ball. Oh, no, Zion's a great – that's another easy-to-work-with kid, man. Like, I wish everybody could almost be like him. You don't got much maintenance. He pays attention. He watches film. He knows his job. And for a guy that plays both ways, to know your offensive plays and know your defensive coverages, really bright, smart kid, and it's super helpful for the team. So Saturday, there's going to be a lot of alumni here. People you went to school with, people you saw play before you got here and after and all that stuff. It's got to be a lot of fun, man. It's got, it's got to be really cool to think about that, how much Saturday is going to be like Thanksgiving again for you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm excited. Like, uh, I don't even know how to describe what it's going to be like. But like I said, at the moment to us, it's it's just another game. That's how we're treating it. I mean, that's how we're preparing, you know, with the – obviously bigger picture that this is the championship but you know you can't put too much pressure on yourself because then you're going to overhype the situation and it might not go well but i mean like i said it's another game and and we're ready to rock and roll for this one it's just another game but you're gonna have to have a lot of more handshakes before the first kick yeah yeah definitely (laughs) big time seeing a bunch of people that i've probably seen before people i don't even know but uh I'm, i'm just excited bro i feel blessed you know what i mean all right, we're now joined by Noah Mallon, defensive lineman, team captain. What a night on Friday for that front, dude. Holy cow. Huge sacks down the stretch. I think you guys had nine in the game. Why were you so successful getting pressure in that semifinal? Uh, we just knew where the weaknesses were. We knew where to send the blitzes and where to make our moves. I know you were, but like, do you feel like you were doing some of that dirty work so that Rock and Derek could kind of get loose? 
Yeah, for sure. I feel like uh, a lot of plays, uh, I took the one-on-one and let them win their one-on-ones. Yeah. So you guys have obviously had an up-and-down season. We've written about it a lot at the562.org, and we've talked about it, me and you. Was there a moment where you kind of, like, had to reset the year? Was there a time this year where you kind of feel like the flip got switched? Yeah, I feel like after a Milliken game, uh, we really had to turn up our intensity and change things around so we can make playoffs and be where we're at right now. What does that feel like to then get the success you guys were searching for in a game like the Wilson game or the Compton game? I mean, basically, you guys have been in win-or-go-home win games for like a month plus. It felt amazing. Wilson games was one of our funnest games on defense, one of our most hyped games, and it felt great. So what's the key to getting that Red Swarm mentality, these black jerseys you guys are wearing, right? Like, what was the key to making sure that that has been translatable to success on the field? Uh, play fast and play violent and uh, do your job. Do you feel like you can trust the coaches a little bit more when they tell you to do that, knowing that they, too, did that when they were here, like Coach Hernandez and Coach Tupo? For sure. Coach Tupo's a big person to look up to and see what he did in high school. Yeah. yeah. So are you a little bit nervous? Are you excited? How are you feeling about Saturday? Yeah, I'm nervous, but I feel like um, if we really lock in and do our jobs, we got this in the bag. What have you learned about yourself and your, and your preparation for some of these bigger games? Because, like, these games are some of the bigger games that any of you guys will ever play, you know? Uh, I, feel in, I, I feel like I just really got to lock in and um, do my job, really. What does that mean for you? You like putting on the headset? kind of turning the music up loud, not talking to anybody, like walking around? What, what's your preparation like? For sure. Before the game, I like to just uh, be in my own headspace, listen to music, and really lock in. What kind of music you listen to? Uh, mainstream, like rap and hip-hop. Okay, so you, you like uh, upbeat music? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, because you on the field, you don't do the, you don't do as many dances as some other players, let's just say that. You quietly go about your business, but before the game, you like to get pumped up. Yeah, for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, so this week... It's a special week of high school football practice, right? Like, when Coach Tupo and I were playing, you had to win one game, and then you got to practice on Thanksgiving. Now you basically got to go to the championship to practice on Thanksgiving. Does that mean anything to you, like the Thanksgiving practice? Yeah, it feels amazing. Uh, it's, uh, like, we really wanted to practice together on Thanksgiving and then have our Thanksgiving meal together as a family. When it's regular Thanksgiving, what's, what's your play? What do you like on your plate? Oh, um, for sure the mac and cheese. The rolls and turkey and stuffing, and then yeah. Mac and cheese first, though. Yeah, mac and cheese first. Is it your mom's dad who makes it? One of the family members makes it, but it's usually banging. Yeah. yeah. Is, do they do the layers of cheese underneath too, or just like all the way on top? It's usually layers, and then they got the crust on top. The crust is the yeah. See, a lot of people don't talk about that. You're <laughs> right. The crust is the best part. We're now joined by Zion Smith, playing both sides of the ball, being a leader, doing it while working through injury. It's been a hell of a season for you, man. Does it feel like it's been a lifetime or to feel like the thing started like a week ago when you guys were playing Peninsula on this field? Uh, it feels like a lifetime because, you know, I've been with these dudes for the past two years. So, you know, growing with them, you feel like we've been here for forever and we have this camaraderie to where it's we could do anything with each other. So I feel like we have the best chemistry, and we're just ready to do what we got to do in this championship game. You guys tapped into that chemistry in the second half of that semifinal at Rancho Verde. You stepped up at halftime and talked to your team. Maybe don't say exactly what you said at halftime, but kind of what was the message you wanted your team to walk out of that room knowing going into that second half? Uh, I just want them to know, like, 
you know, we play for all the different reasons, you know. At that point in time, you know, I I just want them to feel like whatever they were playing for, you know, they wouldn't want them to see them lose in the semifinal game. You know, they would want them to keep playing another game, whether it's their senior year, junior year, or sophomore year, freshman, it don't matter. So they just want them to keep pushing. And I play for my family, my mother especially. You know, she did a lot for me since I was a baby and taking care of me since she was 17. So uh, I was just taking care of what I didn't have with her the whole time yeah. and her moving away. So uh, it's just a pretty pretty good thing for me. I just want them to feel the same way I feel. Yeah, and you, you definitely got emotional after your uh, after after the win there. You went to the sideline. You were with a couple members of your family when I came over in, uh, to see you. And as somebody who myself, I've definitely cried after my share of football games, man, because it's like – it's everything you have, you know, you put everything in there. Is that what that felt like? Was that just like a release of emotion for you because you were working so hard to get your brothers what you guys think you deserve? Yeah, I feel like it was a release of emotion for what we accomplished. You know, it's not all just one person on this team. You know, it's everybody. It's people around us that help us do what we got to do. You know, uh, for myself included, you know, I wouldn't be able to play this season if my uncle doesn't take me to Redondo Beach every week to get cryotherapy on my knees yeah. and everything. So it, it's it, that's a lot of that emotional stuff came from. You know, you can hear it from me now. So, yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a blessing to have those type of people in my life. Absolutely. We are, we are all blessed to have those people in our lives. Um, so you play both sides of the ball, which makes everything more difficult. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about the keys on both sides. So on offense, you know, you're going to come in, you're going to be that lightning kind of to Caleb's thunder in the rushing attack. What do you think the key to success is there? Uh, I feel like this game we have to take advantage of them playing one-on-one. You know, on the perimeter, our receivers have to step up this game. You know, just they've been doing great whole playoffs blocking. So I feel like they're going to have a big breakout game. It's not going to be just me and Caleb. Braden's going to have a great game too. So I feel like offensively we're going to have a great game uh, throwing the ball. How about on defense? Because they, they put up some points over there. Yeah, on defense, I feel like, shoot, we got to keep the same mentality we've been having. You know, D-line has to keep getting to this quarterback, get, keep getting sacks. We got to keep stopping the run. And I feel like in secondary we got to stop eliminating the big plays. We, we got to get off the field on third down. So. so Saturday there's going to be a lot of people on the sideline, a lot of stuff. How, how are you going to help yourself and your team stay focused with all that noise? Uh, I feel like we just got to be able to just play the game of football. You know, we've been playing football without all these fans and everything the whole season. You know, not everybody has believed in us from day one to now. So I feel like throughout this whole season, through the ups and downs, we had ourselves and our, each other. So, hey, we got to pull it off with one more as a team and keep it going. Man, we want to go to state, but one game at a time. So this last game, if it's our last, we'd like to end it with a boom.